Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome to Build with Hari Rao. It gives me great joy to see all of you. Um, God in His mercies sent us to the beautiful city of Victoria in the western coast of Canada. Canada is so big that it took us from Montreal or five and a half hours, five and a half hours in flight to get to Victoria. So you can imagine how big it is. But God granted us rich mercies and we saw the hand of God heavily upon these meetings. So I want to thank you for those of you who prayed with us, who partnered with us. Ignite Victoria was, I think, a landmark movement, moment, a landmark moment in the history of the church in Victoria. The precious family, the pastor that hosted us, told us in 40 years of doing ministry in Victoria, we've never seen the church respond this way. It, it brought me great joy to, to hear those words from the mighty and the mighty woman of God. So we thank God and I thank you for partnering with us in prayer and standing with us. I really, really appreciate it. May God richly bless you guys. But even when I was there in Victoria and praying and ministering to people, a part of my heart was always thinking of you because I missed our family on Saturday evenings. I, each day, I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think a day goes by without me thinking about you guys. So thank you for journeying with us as a family and I'm excited to share the word of the Lord with you today. So we thank God. So we are in a series on how to approach God, how to, I think we've been doing this for over almost four weeks now, how to approach God. I want to continue on that series. Have you guys been blessed by it? Have you learned how to approach this God? Have you? Come on. We learned in the first week how revelation transfers ownership how having the way lifted causes you to possess certain things and then we learned how we can approach the throne room of god boldly 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 not without not with fear not with trembling while they are important postures of heart but we approach the throne of god boldly and then the next week I taught you how you need to approach the presence of God with preparation to come boldly is not enough we must come with preparation so I want to continue in the same um, <laughs> I want to continue in the same line of thought but I want to shift gears today. In fact, I wanted to 
title this video uh, slightly differently, but I didn't want to offend religious minds. So <laughs> I thought, you know, let's not make unnecessary enemies, you know. I've titled it How to Approach God Part 3. But if I had, if we were in a, a private room having a conversation, I would title this How to Approach the Prophet of God. How to Approach a Man of God. It is our religious mind that thinks that your attitude in approaching a man of God or a woman of God is, uh, can be casual, can be irreverential. That is your lack of revelation. That is the lack of spiritual maturity. How to approach a man of God. And dare I say, how you approach a man of God is also an indication of how you approach God. Uh, you see, if you're coming in today for the first time, what I might sound, what I might say may sound very, very sacrilegious. But if you have journeyed with us, you understand that this is a ministry that is dedicated to raising giants. We just don't give you these cute Sunday morning fast food stuff. We want to give you quality food. We want to give you meat of the word of the Lord. So you can grow faster than everybody else in your generation. Okay. It is our immaturity that tells us I can approach a man or a woman of God casually. I can, I can meet them and visit them like I'm going to the barber shop. <laughs> like you're going to Walmart, you know, I'm, I, like you're going to, to, uh, to the grocery store. No, if that is your revelation, then you will never draw from the man of God that God has sent to you. I want to read a few verses for you so we know that we are doing biblical stuff. <laughs> Go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I just want to give you guys a few seconds to get there. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I'll read for us from verse 20. So 2 Chronicles 20, 20. And they arose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will will succeed. Uh, hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will prosper. 
Oh, what a powerful verse. <laughs> what a powerful verse. First of all, Jehoshaphat is a king. Ah, so this is not an ordinary man talking. This is not your brother down the road. This is not your uh, friend who has a small chicken shop uh, on the side of the road. No, 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 no. This is a king talking. This is royalty talking. Ah, we thank God. We thank God. So the the king has a revelation. The king has a certain understanding. He's saying, believe in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. And it's beautiful, right? We could have stopped right there. We could have said amen, we could have clapped our hands and we could have, you know, uh, given the benediction and the services over. But he continues, if you want to be established, you believe in the Lord. If you, oh, it's in your Bible, okay, please. Don't pick up the stones. (laughs) Don't pick up the stones. He says, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. If you want to become immovable, if you, if you want your name to be established, if you want your house to be established, if you want your ministry to be established, if you want your business to be established, there is a qualification. And that qualification is that you believe in the Lord your God. And then the next verse says, the following part of the verse says, believe in the prophet also. For what? That prosperity may be added to your establishment. Believe his, his prophets and you will succeed. So there is a condition that this man of God is introducing. Establishments requires faith in God. Prosperity, success, there is a qualification for you to believe in a prophet. One more verse, one more verse. Go with me to, let me pull this up for you. Thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you. Are you guys learning something so far? Hallelujah. Second Chronicles, Chapter 15. Let me pull up this verse for you. Chapter 15, verse 3. For a long time, Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without a teaching priest and without law. But when in their distress they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. My God. There is a... I want you to see something. Wow, this is beautiful. For a long time Israel was without the true God. If the verse stopped right there, we would have understood. (laughs) If... If the word said Israel went without the true God, we would have understood that. And yet it says there was also the lack of a true teaching priest. And there was no law. 
wait a second, wait a second. Wasn't the law given by Moses almost a thousand years ago? Did we not hear and listen to the law? Did we not, did not my great-grandfather hear it? Did not my grandfather hear it? Did not my father hear it? My God, what are they saying that there is no law? And why is there no true God? These are questions when we read our Bible. We must think, what does he mean? Isn't God omnipresent? Isn't he always there? I want you to, I want to show you something. The nearness of God, listen to me carefully, listen to me carefully now. When God favors you, when God favors you, when the nearness of God comes, you, he will with him always bring people into your life that understand his heart, that understand his ways. So you don't stumble on your way to God. You don't... Ah. So one of the... I have learned this. When God really, really wants to favor you, he brings the presence of a prophet he brings the presence of a teaching priest in your life and in your midst. That way, that man of God, that woman of God will reveal the heart of God to you, will reveal what is hidden and make it plain sight to you. So in your walk with God, in the way you approach God, in the way you decipher God, in the way you figure things out, you don't waste time. The favor of God always comes with the presence of a teaching priest, with the presence of a prophet. Some of, I can already hear, but man of God, I already have the Holy Spirit. I already have uh, uh, the word of God. Absolutely. Then why is it still so much of the body of Christ is still in error? Let me ask you a counter question. The Holy Spirit is with the church, right? The Holy Spirit is with the church, right? Yeah. If the Holy Spirit were to do all the work, why did the Lord Jesus Christ install five offices? The apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, and the evangelist. Well, the Holy Spirit is there, no? <laughs> if the Holy... Ay, 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 ay. Please. Stay with me. I am taking you somewhere today. I am taking you somewhere today because the body of Christ is so weak today because of all of these errors we have in our mindset. If the Holy Spirit, it is true that the Lord Jesus Christ said that he shall lead you into all truth, then why is the Lord Jesus Christ introducing five offices? Is the Holy Spirit not enough? Absolutely not. The five offices are empowered by the Holy Ghost. So God, the Holy Spirit, leads us into all truth when these five offices come into its full fruition. There are some things. Let me, let me, let me break it to you like this. Let me break it to you like this. Let me break it to you like this. Ah, I feel the fear of God when I tell you this. You are in a very dangerous 
territory when you think nobody needs to instruct you nobody can correct you nobody can rebuke you nobody can sit you down and say my friend this is wrong the holy spirit god almighty is is a very very patient god he will not pronounce judgment without giving you ample opportunities to repent and some of us have grieved the holy spirit so much that now you can no longer even hear the convictions of the holy spirit but even then the lord doesn't judge you he sends men of god women of god like me into your life to convict you of what is happening to bring correction to bring instruction to bring covering to bring grace to bring mercy to bring favor of the lord jesus christ anyways i digress i hope i don't have to convince you why there is a necessity for a prophet and a necessity for a teaching priest because this word this word requires interpretation let me say that to you this word requires interpretation and the quality of your interpretation is the quality of the teaching priest you have that teaching priest that prophet of god that has been sent by the lord to you will determine the quality of life you will have, going to possess if you sit under the ministry of a man that is always cursing you that is always putting limitations on you that is always sending your children to hell that is always i am telling you your life is going to reflect like that man of god's teachings why your doctrine your diet of the word will decide your destiny who you give your years to matters whose teachings you listen to matters anyways let's continue let's continue the topic was what how to approach a man of god right so jesus said something so phenomenal he said when he sent the 12 out he he said some interesting lines if any man receives you they will receive me if they receive me they have received the one that sent me ah so when the lord jesus christ please pay attention now sent someone out in his name to do the work of god when he sent the apostles when he sent the 70 out when he sent the 12 out he's saying if anybody listens to you and if anybody receives your words if they receive you as a one that is sent by me they are not just receiving that human being they are also receiving the one that sent them so how do you receive the lord jesus christ you receive him by receiving the ones that sent mm. don't think you can do better to the lord jesus christ than what you can do to the ones he sends 
I remember having a, a conversation with a pastor and his wife a few years ago, and uh, they were telling me they they were asking me something to do with honoring their pastor, uh, you know, and they were they were very conflicted. I I asked them, said man of God, tell me what can you do for the Lord Jesus Christ. physically is there anything you can do to the lord jesus christ physically and they were a bit confused i said okay let me explain it to you can you buy jesus starbucks uh they said no i said yes you can <laughs> can you buy jesus a car they said no i said yes you can there are two conditions where you can do something for someone and it is as though you have done it to the lord first one whatever you do to the least of these you have done it to me you know jesus on the last day looked at those who who came and said we prophesied and we did miracles he said i was hungry and you fed me i was naked and you clothed me I was in the prison and you came and visited me and they, and they were like but when did we do this you were never hungry yeah i said but whatever you did to the least of these you have done it to me that's the first group of people whatever you do to the least of this world you have done it to the lord the second group of people the ones he sends to you so when you engage with the one that is sent of the lord you are engaging with the lord himself these are kingdom mysteries unfortunately this world has become so progressive in its thought so liberal in its thoughts and the church unfortunately is trying so desperately to be relevant to these new standards that we are losing our ways of royalty we are losing our ways of the kingdom we are trying to look like the world we like to talk like the world we are even trying to dress like the world come on this is a different kingdom this is a different kingdom i'm i'm taking my time because i don't want you to stumble i don't want you to be confused scripture says if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet so it matters how you receive this prophet because how you receive will decide will decide what your reward is if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet you receive the reward of a prophet if you receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man you receive the reward of a righteous man I can spend the whole day teaching on this whole day the whole day because we have had so much of poor teaching so much of misrepresentation and so much of bad example set by those who call themselves men and women of God the the church is just like I'm done man I don't want to do any of this anymore Okay. But we are different. <laughs> we want to do what is unpopular as long as it is the way of the Lord. 
We don't care if it's popular. We don't care if it's unpopular. We want to live by this eternal word. Okay. So how do you approach a man of God? First, first thing I want to I want to introduce to you. Have you taken time to study this man of God? <laughs> Have you taken time to study this man of God? Even before you are in his presence, even before you bring him a gift, even before you bring him an offering, have you taken time to study this man of God? Even before you've come into his presence, have you taken time to study what kind of a man of God is this? What is the grace of God upon his life? I said study, not test. <laughs> okay, study, study. Have you taken time to investigate what kind of a spirit is operating in and through this person? Because if you lack perception, you're going to waste that encounter. Jesus was surrounded by thousands, but not everybody, listen to me very carefully now, Jesus, there were thousands in his immediate proximity, but not everybody benefited from his nearness. <laughs> ah. Physical closeness does not guarantee success. Physical nearness does not guarantee success. Yet, the woman that had the issue of blood said, told herself, if only I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Her mind worked differently. Her perception of Jesus worked differently. Her idea of who this Jesus was, was very different from the crowd that was thronging around Jesus. She said, I don't need to hear the voice of the master. I don't even need his physical hand. I don't need him to turn around and have a healing service for me. I don't need this man to come to my house. I just need somehow to touch the hem, the thread of his garment. Aish. Because based on her study, based on her analysis, based on her understanding, she didn't need all the other things that people were running after. She just needed a momentary touch of the hem of his garment. And said, that's enough, my God. Until that point, Jesus had not healed anybody involuntarily. <laughs> 
Oh, I like this. I like this. I like this. I I like this. I like this. This healing was not predicated on the will of Jesus to heal. It didn't require to Jesus say, "Okay, fine. This is the will of God. This is going to glorify God. I'm going to heal you." No, 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 no. This was decided by the woman. I'm going to somehow touch the hem of his garment, and when she did, virtue left him, and he said, "Who touched me? Who made a withdrawal from my power?" who made a withdrawal from my spirit because i sense virtue leaving me my god is it possible then that you can receive grace receive power receive glory and you are doing all of this without the active participation of the source <laughs> Ah we thank Jesus we thank God we can, what if i told you you can build bridges of honor you can build bridges of glory you can br- build bridges of receiving to me and to any man of god to be honestly even without ever meeting me in person have you studied this man of god have you studied this i'm making you very dangerous <laughs> i'm making you very very dangerous the advantage jacob had listen to me carefully esau had the nearness ayala mata karuta tanese de casa esau had the nearness of his father esau was in the presence of his father Esau had the explicit command of his father. Esau was revealed what his father Isaac was about to do. Esau was given instructions. He says go out to the field, kill an animal, make 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 a dish like the way I like it, bring it to me so I can bless you. Esau had all of these things jacob was not even in the room but his mother had spent 20 30 years being married to this man she had studied isaac she knows everything there is to know about this man she calls jacob because he is her favorite says your father is about to do this Your elder brother has gone out but now hear my words go do this 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 wear this cloth wear this perfume put on the goat skin on you uh, this is the dish I'm, uh, what was her advantage she had studied the man of god she was intimately acquainted with the man of god she knew exactly how much salt he takes in a soup okay have you studied the man of god <laughs> you see this is very very important it's a uh, it's a uh, that's why so many of you meet so many great men of god 
and none of these encounters profit you it's not that the anointing is not there it's not that the grace of god is not flowing you have not configured how to access this grace you have not understood how to tap into the grace of god that has been given to a man of god so first thing you must learn to study the man of god in honor now it's true if you truly have a prophet he will confuse you if you if you really have a man sent by god you are not going to always understand it and that's okay that's okay it's a it's a sign you are led by a man that is led by the spirit but if you spend enough time studying you will learn a few things about the prophet that can be used for your benefit okay study i am always blown away by this woman in the book of kings who can i show this to you please let me show this to you i love this passage of scripture go to the book of kings second kings second kings second kings chapter 4 was it you're going to see a, a correlation okay you're going to see some interesting details Jehoshaphat was a king and said believe in the Lord your God believe in the Lord your God you shall be established believe also in his prophets and you shall succeed a king had a revelation right now verse 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 8 one day Elijah went on to Shunem where a wealthy woman lived who urged him to eat some food so whenever he passed that way he would turn in there to eat food was night now watch that was night and she said to her husband behold now i know that this is a holy man of god who is continually passing our way let us make a small room on the roof with walls and put there for him a bed a table a chair and a lamp so that whenever he comes to us he can go in there isn't it amazing she was wealthy and she understood the value of a prophet <laughs> ah anyways she urged him she urged him she pleaded with him for what a meal a meal a meal so he begins to have meals with her and her husband so every time she has a meal with this man she is studying this man she is learning from this man she is observing this man and then she comes to this conclusion in verse 9 that this is a holy man of god who is always passing our way let us make therefore him a room in our house she's like 
Why don't we do this? And then listen to it. It's not about the house anymore. I want you to see the details she puts in the house. Put there for him a bed, a table, a chair and a lamp. She understood these are the things this prophet requires for us to make sure that not only the next time my god he visits the city the next time he comes i don't want it to just be a meal i just don't want it to be a supper i don't want it to be breakfast with the prophet next time he comes i want to turn the visitation into habitation I want to change this encounter into a a way where he can stay with us the prophet can stay with us it requires spiritual intelligence to change encounter to visitation visitation to habitation can i say that to you one more time it takes spiritual intelligence to one produce an encounter then it requires wisdom and intelligence to convert that encounter into visitation then it takes another level of intelligence to convert that visitation into habitation she just wanted to have one meal but she worked so hard in that one meal the first day she put so much effort and detail in that one meal that every time elisha came to that city and he was hungry there was only one food he wanted to eat there was only one house he wanted to eat this food at he says i can't come to this city and not have that trips i can't come to this house and my god i remember the first time i had a meal with this lady ah we have to go back this time <laughs> ah and the quality of the food did not reduce every single time ay yeah 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 so she she sustained the quality of honor the quality of the food the quality of engagement the conversation at the table And then she says wait how do we take this to a higher dimension I must give a part of my house to this prophet. I must consecrate a part of my house dedicated just for this man of God. The keys will be with him, the doors will be shut, the linen and the bed will always be made, there will always be oil in the lamp. And this room is set apart. Details child of God, details, details, details. I got Now some of you are going to say man of god i do this only to the lord only jesus do you <laughs> ah do you i would investigate your life because it is impossible to honor god and not honor what he has honored if you claim that you truly are honoring god you must also honor what he has honored so you take time to study the man of god you take time to study the man of god if you can't study 
the visible man of god <laughs> how are you going to study this invisible god hey if you can't decipher a portion of the spirit that is upon a man of god you can't even engage with the visible representation of god's grace you don't know the protocols of how to work with a man of god that you can see and hear and follow how are you going to engage with this invisible god you see a sent man or a woman is a visible map to this invisible god Jesus the greatest of all prophets the son of god himself he came to them and they didn't receive it they didn't receive him you know why <laughs> because nah, it's okay it's okay the son of god walked with them and yet there was a group of people plotting to kill the son of god there were people burying their heads in the torah in the law reading the scripture day and night day and night reading and reciting reading and reciting and yet when the visible manifestation of the word walked to them they looked at him and said you are a devil you are a devil you are you cannot be a man of god you cannot be the son of god you some of us have so much letter in you you have so much of head knowledge but you have no oil you have no spiritual discernment greatness can walk right next to you and you'll treat this greatness like he's a beggar so you take time to study the man of god <laughs> take time you take time second you prepare even before you meet the man of god let me say that you are not time you prepare even before you meet the man of god some of you wait for you <laughs> some of you go to a conference and you are watching the conference you'll have like your your head is so high your nose is so high your legs are crossed and like okay let's see what this guy can do and then you are you are you are judging them you are assessing them and then towards after 30 minutes the man of god begins to do a few things now you are like oh my god this guy is real oh my god this is powerful oh my god he's prophesying oh my god miracles are happening and now you are like ah wait a minute i also need this miracle now i also need a prophecy now i also need help now and the man of god has left the building <laughs> what was the failure the failure was you had to come inside a service for you to have any discernment can i tell you this if you had to meet the person ay 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 if you have to sit in a meeting 
and see the man preach or see the man move in miracles or see the man move in prophecy you have no discernment because discernment is not based on what your eyes are seeing aish okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay i love the 12 disciples because one day jesus walked to them and said follow me and i will make you fishers of men jesus had not performed any miracles jesus had done no glorious acts he had healed no sick people he in a sense there was no evidence to back his claim but when he spoke with them there was such a power in his words he said okay we will give up our business we will give up our jobs we will stop what we are doing and follow and give our lives to this man and in the next three and a half years they encountered glory like nobody else but when jesus called okay so you prepare before you actually meet the prophet i remember one time we were invited to meet a mighty man of god one that very very few people have access to i'm intentionally not giving you the name but if i give the name you will know the person i remember telling my wife knowing me I'm going to do something that might offend you or you might do something that I may get offended by this is very early in our marriage and I then told her next 7 days can we enter a no offense zone no matter what I do no matter what you do we're going to be very very quick to repent and forgive i do want us to carry offense even for half a second she looked at me like not like we were always fighting <laughs> but i was sure that we are about to sit in the presence of greatness and when i sit there i want my spirit to be light I want my spirit to be ready to receive. I want my spirit to be ready to receive whatever the Lord Jesus Christ has to deposit into my spirit. But you see the enemy knows what is going to happen, so what he does, he tries to bring offense, he tries to bring confusion, he tries to bring fights, so your soul is stirred up, your spirit is stirred up, and now you're sitting in that meeting, but you're thinking of that argument you had with your wife 5 hours ago. You you're sitting in the presence of greatness but your mind is thinking about that employee that 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 made you upset in it. So what happens you stumble into a place of greatness but you never profit from it. So what do you do? You make certain arrangements. Ish. I don't know am I am I giving you too much today? You enter you 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 come to certain agreements. From this time to this time bring me no news <laughs> bring me no information 
Why? Because you want your soul, you want the posture of your heart and your mind to be ready to receive what the Lord has for you. I've gone to many meetings. Okay? So many of the meetings I've gone to, many of them, some of them I would have prayed so much before the meeting. I would have fasted sometimes. I would have prepared a word and I would go with so much intensity of the spirit and the meetings will be flat. They nothing would move in the house of the spirit. It would just be borderline dead. And then there will be meetings. I wouldn't have even opened my Bible. I'll just walk into the meeting and there will be glory in that place. There would be all kinds of manifestations of power. People would really draw and benefit. One day I asked God like what is going on? I thought it was my fault. <laughs> I was like God I didn't fast. I didn't even pray. But what is happening? And that meeting I prayed, I fasted, and I I'll never forget what I learned that day. This group of people paid a price. They have prepared to receive. They have come hungry for the Lord. So they are drawing from you even though you didn't prepare to feed them ah. they are drawing from you even if you didn't prepare to feed them so is the success now i was in a conference and uh, it was a small meeting maybe about 100 people it was not one of those big meetings and and the spirit of prophecy was there the prophetic was was working and i saw this one couple one 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 two people i wanted to minister to them i wanted to share something because i could see that the spirit of god had certain things to do with them and tell them that was going to help them but these guys were like hands folded they were trying to check me out they were trying to see if i am real and for one second i was like okay let me show you i'm real let me show you i'm real you know <laughs> and then the greater part of me and says you have no reason to show them <laughs> they are here to benefit from your oil if they don't want it you don't have anything to prove to them so i i had prophetic words for them i had information that could have helped them but their attitude disqualified them see 10 years ago i was so innocent and childlike and and maybe even insecure that i wanted to show them i show the people i was anointed not anymore not anymore that's why god has no need to perform god has no need to prove to all of us he is god almighty while he can he can snap his finger and show the whole world that he is real he doesn't do it as you come to a place of maturity as you come to a place of of uh, understanding you realize i'm not here to perform 
I'm not here to show a few tricks. I know who I am. If you want something, come with the right attitude, come with the right posture of heart, come with preparation. Let God move the prophet to speak to you. Listen to me carefully. Entitlement does not work in the kingdom of God. Let me say that to you one more time. Entitlement does not work does not work in the kingdom of God. So maybe you can get your way around some prophets who don't have identity. You can throw a tantrum and uh, they will listen to you. <laughs> not with the real ones. Not with the ones who know who they are. Okay. Finally. Finally. Come prepared with words come prepared with your questions come prepared think deeply about what you want to bring to the prophet's attention think deeply about the question you want to ask do you really want to talk about the weather Do you really want to talk about politics or do you want to come and ask them about something that's going to change your life? This is one of the biggest areas of development. Our words are very very insufficient. We have not learned the ways of royalty. I get so many messages i want to help these people but they have never asked for help <laughs> yeah some people are uh, strange the only thing they send me a message as is hi w- what do you want me to say you want me to say hi back to you child of god when are we going to grow some uh, another one i hear is please pray for me pray for you for what i need help in what dimension do you need help so child of god we must learn and prepare our words before we come before the ones that god has sent don't just say hi don't just say hello don't just say stuff like you must come with so much preparation You must have put so much thought behind your question the way you phrased it that now the person that reads it the assistant that reads it the man of god that is like he's compelled to respond to your question because you have put effort in writing that email you have put effort in drafting that message you have thought this through many times i you have ah i'm helping you i'm helping you i'm helping you i'm helping you i remember one of the first times i came to canada i'm sitting with a bunch of young people and one of them asked me what do you think about donald trump and i'm sitting here and thinking of all the things you can ask me 
you are asking me the one question that has no impact on your life so tell you god i don't want my people to to be light to weights in this kingdom ah i see people in the church they have their spirit is like as light as a feather no power no authority i want our people i want my people to be spiritually intelligent spiritually intelligent i want you to i don't want you to follow me blindly i want you to follow me because you searched the matter out and you have made an intentional choice if you come to my father's church here in emmanuel in montreal and you can sit with some of 12 13 year olds and i can tell you with great confidence these teenagers some of these teenagers have more understanding than pastors i have met <laughs> yeah yeah i can introduce you to kids <laughs> who understand god more than theologians who have given 20 years of their life to ministry ah the presence of jesus is rich yeah la rama sikete no sante ne mata le pratikate ne mahasate bokulas thank you lord thank you for your presence thank you let fresh bread let fresh manna be given to your children let fresh bread let fresh manna be given to your children not bread that has fungus in it not bread that is contaminated but fresh bread oh lord I bless your children. I bless your children, God. I give you all glory, all honor. Jesus, your most precious name. Amen. Amen. Something beautiful happened in my last trip to Victoria. I generally when I go to a city I don't do any sightseeing. I don't do leisure activities. I just go, I do my business and I come back. At best I may take one or two walks, you know. Um, I'm very assignment driven. But this pastor and his wife, they were so kind. They they wanted us to go whale watching, you know. There were killer whales that come to the Pacific there they wanted us to go and I was like I was listening and then the woman of God said this I said I I called somebody who goes whale watching all the time and said tell me which is the best company in the city to take the profit whale watching I want him to go on the best company the best boat and the I didn't care but the way the effort was put in by this woman of God to make sure that not only did I go 
whale watching but she wanted me to have the best experience she wanted me to go with the best company on the best boat that moved my heart i didn't care about the whales <laughs> but her heart moved me so i said we'll go ah anyways i hope you've learned something today tomorrow morning when you go to church go as a different believer clap hands like you never clap hands in the house of god shout amen like you never shouted amen your pastor must think what has happened to my congregation ah it's because honor has entered the building tomorrow the preacher must say this is the best church to preach in man oof <laughs> why because there's a group of people that have understood how to receive a man of god how to receive a prophet of god so next sunday morning make sure that you're not going to test the man of god you're not going to check out if he has prayed you're not going to see how hot the temperature is no 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 go like young little children and ready to receive from the lord amen so may the lord richly bless you today may god grant you great favor and may his nearness be your greatness the lord bless you and be with you take care thank you for tuning in to this episode please consider sharing it and for more information log on to harirao.com